Hello and welcome to another edition of Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, that's Kurt Souter. And we are a show for men by men. I'm talking more than more manly voice today because we're talking about a manly topic today. We are. We've got men in the room talking about manly things. We are a show for men by men and we talk about things from a man's perspective if you're just joining us. But today we are talking about a topic that a lot of guys don't talk about too much because uh, they don't participate in it too much. Uh, and it's basically uh, taking care of your health and your body and working out and all that stuff. And uh, uh, I know you said earlier that some people tend to do one of two things when it comes to working out. They either have zero, it's not on the radar at all, or they're obsessed with it. And we want to talk today about the connection between how every man has an opportunity to get fit, get healthy, and how they can, uh, how that really benefits every aspect of their life. You know, Chad, the the Bible teaches that God has given us a body, and uh, He's given us a soul, He's given us a spirit, but He wants us to take care of our bodies. I'm reminded of what Romans uh, 12 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, talking about the first 11 chapters of Romans, He says, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And so we're going to talk about bodies. And we got three guys in here who um, can help us take care of our bodies. You know, we, we kind of hear it around, you know, you turn on the TV. and and But we want to hear uh, how you guys, as you walk with the Lord, how, how, how do you take care of your bodies? And so very interesting threesome here. Uh, Matt Pryor, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. It's uh, you, you. You were on, I think, about a year, year and a half ago, yeah. and um, got a book out about taking care of your body and your uh, all, your temple. Yeah. And uh, what's the t- what's the name of that book? Uh, the Body Tithe Devotional. So it's more about encouragement for you on while you're taking care of your body, not so much how to take care of your body. That's that's the next book that I'm currently outlining. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. When you get that book done, we'll have you back on the show again. I'll be here. <laughs> Matt, you guys, uh, you've been married, uh, Kim, for how long? Uh, 18 years in October. And how many kids? We've got four. Four? Yep. Okay. Big range of ages from out of the house down to five. Uh, your hands are, are full. Are full. Jason, you you uh, welcome to the show. Jason Hawkins. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. Um, you guys have been married how long? Uh, it'll be 15 years this June. And kids' ages again? Uh, I have Abby, who's nine, and Knox is three. Wow. <laughs> Good. As well, I, I, I'm really excited to hear uh, from your perspective because you probably have the most unique uh, fitness, whatever you do. I mean, it's, uh, it is outside it, the box. It's a, it's a sport that, especially if you're a golfer, uh, <laughs> it's called speed golf. And Jason is a world ranked world-class speed golfer. <laughs> I, speed and golf uh, to me just don't go together, but we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. And then we got Luke, uh, Luke Powell. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. You guys, uh, you, you've been married to how long to your wife? Just celebrated 10 years. Jessica and I've been together. And kids? Four kids. Seems to be a little bit of a theme. That's good. But, uh, yeah, mine are a little bit closer in age. My oldest is seven. Youngest does uh, eight and a half months. So We need to pray for you right now. It's fun time. We need to pray for times. your wife right now. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely pray for her. Uh, so all these, uh, you guys uh, all do different kind of fitness kind of things. We're going to jump with uh, Jason here. You'd, you've been doing speed golf, what in the world is speed golf? 
Well, uh, yeah, I started playing speed golf in 2014. It was uh, something that, uh, you know, someone asked me if I've ever played before and had never heard of it. And so I did what everyone would do. I just Googled it and found out that it was an actual sport. So, you know, basically what speed golf is, it's a, uh, you go out, you play golf as well as you can and as fast as you can. Uh, you total up your, your strokes and you account for your time. You add the two together and then that's your total score. So for example, if you go out and you shoot an 80 and it takes you 60 minutes to shoot an 80, your score is a 140. Wow. Hold on, okay. Talk, what in the world do you mean? Okay, you're gonna go play golf, 18 holes. 18 holes of golf. Well, I mean, again, speed golf is, I mean, on a competitive level, you know, the world championships, we play uh, play two rounds, 18 holes, uh, back-to-back days. So it's, it's essentially like running a, it's a, you know, most courses play at about four and a half to five miles. Uh, the run itself is about a four and a half to five mile run if you're doing the full 18. Um, so we'll do, uh, do, you know, one round one day and then the next day you get up and you do the same. So it's kind of like you're running a, a 5K, um, you know, or maybe more like a 10K on, on back-to-back days. So. And, 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 okay, so you're on hole number one. And you you hit the ball. You, you, you're using a driver. Well, you can actually with speed golf. Um, the rules are you can carry up to seven clubs. So, you know, it's not the traditional lug a big bag around and and you know go out there and you know throw something on your back. I, I have a small Sunday bag. Um, they uh, you can I mean literally buy these bags on Amazon for less than twenty bucks. Just you know just Sunday golf bag. Um, there's uh, there's both a five inch and a seven inch bag, but I carry six golf clubs. So I'll carry a driver, a three iron, a six iron, a nine iron, a strong sand wedge, and a putter. So, and uh, you know it's I can pretty much hit every shot with those clubs. So yeah, stand on the first tee. It's it's literally you take a couple practice swings. Um, you uh, start your watch. You hit it. Pick up your tee, and you go. You run. And you, and you- you literally you grab the clubs and you run to the where you hit the ball. Yep, as fast as you can. No, not as fast as you can. Uh, you, you know, you you pace it. You know, you you wanna you wanna run at a at a nice comfortable pace. You know, keeping the. You know, I usually keep the heart rate around a 150, which is a is a for me is a pretty comfortable heart rate. <laughs> so you're wearing a heart rate monitor and checking no, it all the time. No, no. I I mean I just kind of know where where it's at. So you know I I run at a, uh, you know I. I run at a nice, comfortable pace so that when I get over the ball, there's no hesitation, there's no practice swings. I've actually I've taken guys out to play golf, uh, speed golf. You know, I introduce them to the sport and they want to try it because it's really cool and they have I'll a lot be, of fun. You're going to take me out sometime. Absolutely, <laughs> would love to. Um, so so literally, we'll take them out and the first time they get over the ball and they take a practice swing, I I, I say nope, no no more practice swings. You can't do practice swings in speed golf. It's it's. You're wasting time. You're wasting time, <laughs> and and quite frankly, it's not helping you. So just just hit it. So, but uh, and so uh, you, you get to the ball and you you hit it the second time. Yeah. Try to hit it on. Yeah, you it's, know, if, it's, it, if it's a par four, you're you're hopefully you're close to the green or on the green. Yeah, and it's, you, it's it's golf, and you know and. You know, if the thing is, I mean, your scores don't really suffer that much. I mean, they, they did it first when, when I very first started playing just because you are, you know, you do tend to rush a bit on the greens. Uh, so you, you know, you tend to have more three putts than you normally would, um, mm. you know, because you're up there and you're rushing. But, 
you know, you know, actually at this stage, at this point in my life, because I very rarely play regular golf, um, my, my speed golf scores are just as good as my regular golf scores with all 14 of my golf clubs. So, um, you know, I literally will go out and, and shoot, you know, I've shot anywhere from 69 uh, to... You've shot a 69 run, run around the golf course? How fast was it? Uh, it took me 53 minutes. So less than an hour, you shot less than 70. Oh, my God. He I said did. he was world-ranked. Come on. <laughs> well, oh, you, know, you better be. Okay, you are world-ranked. What does that mean? Well, it, you know, speed golf is a, is, a, is a growing sport. Let's just put it that way. I, you know, world rankings in speed golf, they're, they're fairly new. And, and they don't really call them world rankings. They're more of what they call power rankings. Um, and and it's, just, it's just a collection of guys around the world that, that play the sport and compete in different tournaments. And, and they just kind of measure us all up uh, based on how well we've performed in certain events. And, you know, they put a ranking system on it. So, um, you know, it's... You know, it, it's a small world. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> He's the twentieth ranked of twenty-one. He's really yeah. So let me ask you this: if if you had to choose when you're playing, right, is speed the priority or is skill the priority? Uh, skills definitely the priority. Yeah. Um, the better golf you play, obviously, the quicker you can get around the golf course. Yeah. You know, you're you're not looking for balls. You know, obviously, if you're running a straight line versus running from one side of the fairway to the other, you're going to get around the course a lot faster. Right. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's more heavily weighted on playing good golf. The top, uh, you know, the top ranked players in the world are all really good golfers. Um, and actually, that's kind of I'm probably a better runner than I am a golfer, to be honest with you. And, you know, these guys that I compete against a lot of times are, are former professional players. Most of them played Division One college golf. Um, you know, some of them played you know on tour right. at one point or another in their lives. So, you know, so I have to make up for it a little bit with my speed because uh, usually my golf scores aren't as good as theirs. So well, let's let the record show. Jason Hawkins is one of the best ball strikers I have ever played with. I play a little bit of golf, and Jason's also a very gifted athlete. So he, he's good. He's one of those guys who picks up good at everything. But we want our listeners to know we are not here today to tell you you need to get up off your couch. <laughs> if it takes you an hour to get from the clubhouse to the first tee, maybe you're not exactly ready to do speed golf, speed golf immediately. <laughs> but the idea is you can start. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in segments of, you know, Luke's a triathlete. Well, we don't think you should get up off the couch if you have not walked to your mailbox and you get winded. Maybe you shouldn't run, start training for a triathlon tomorrow, but we're talking today about how you build that up and how you can have different types of fitness into your lifestyle as far as activity goes, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're after. Um, we're going to take a break. So we're going to come back and we're going to hear a little bit more about speed golf. We're going to hear about Luke Powell, who is an Ironman triathlete. Uh, he's competed in and done the Ironman three different times, I believe. Is that right? Luke? Correct. And we're going to talk to Matt. Also, he's a trainer and helps people uh, kind of get this lifestyle going as far as taking care of the body. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back more to talk about the, uh, fitness and health with these guys on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Souter, and we are here with a room full of guests, and we're talking today about staying fit and getting in shape. And, uh, hey, you may drop down to the floor and do some push-ups, and while you're there, you may look at your carpet and go, this is really raggedy, nasty carpet. I need new carpet. That's where you need to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One and get new carpet and flooring for your house. And smooth. That was smooth. Thank you very much. Well, you know, yeah. 
I'm the Segway King around here. <laughs> and if you can't see when you're running, you need to go to Vision First because you don't want to run off a cliff. And LNN Credit Union, they are uh, all sponsors of our show. And also, we have a great sponsor, Bright Star Care. Uh, they come in and help folks who need long-term care in their home. So they are a great organization. So Vision First, LNN Credit Union, Carol Rogers Carpet One, and Bright Star Care, all folks who are partnering up with us on the show. Okay, so Jason, we've been talking about uh, speed golf. What do you love the most about that? Um, you know, I, I love speed golf because it, it it fits in with a busy lifestyle. You know, I've, as mentioned earlier, you know, I've got two young kids. Um, I don't have four or five hours to go out and spend playing around a golf. Um, so speed golf's great because, you know, I'm fortunate in that I live in a neighborhood with a golf course. So literally, I can walk over to the first tee. Uh, I can tee it up. You walk there? Yeah. Well, sometimes I'll run. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so literally, I'll tee it up and, uh, and I'll be home within the hour. So it, it's similar to, uh, you know, it's similar to getting up and, and, and going over to the Y and working out. You know, I just had to. Th- the first tee instead so it's so you just playing through everybody in front <laughs> like look yeah. out there's a guy running so, by me so that's the question how does someone we're going to talk a little bit later in the show about how you get started in all these perspective sports but how does how do you be able to play a round of 18 when there's a, a foursome in front of you how does what does the golf course do for you well you, you know it, it's it's one of those things that you know my course my home course which is glen oaks um you know, they, they've kind of gotten used to me. <laughs> There's a bad man running around the golf course really quickly. He has lost his mind. Uh, yeah, it, it, it took it took about a year, to be honest with you, before uh, the grounds crew figured out what the heck was going on. Um, you know, and and the fact that the uh, the course winds through the neighborhood, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, when people look out their, uh, their back window and they're, you know, having their morning coffee and they see this guy running with a bag of golf clubs, they're probably... It's gotta, they got to yeah. be thinking, this guy, Oh, yes. get therapy <laughs> yeah but uh but anyways yeah so it, it's uh um and, and it, i forgot your question what was your question well i was asking how does the golf course do they accommodate oh, okay gotcha this? yeah so you know the golf course you, you, what you have to do is you really have to get out there early uh you know i, I go out usually first thing in the morning I, I usually put my daughter on the school bus at seven o'clock and and, and head over to the first tee but uh, you know, but there's always uh, ways that you can get out. You know, for example, you know, a lot of people start on the on the front side. Um, you know, you could get out on the back side. You know, probably as late as nine o'clock in the morning just to to play. You know, nine holes or something of that nature. So sometimes, sometimes when I miss the you know the the first group out on the front, I'll just go play the back two or three times and and. Uh, and you know, and I and I'll you, be. You get your workout in. Yeah. You get your hand-eye coordination, all that in. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I've yeah. always thought that I would... I've always wanted to play in the idea of thinking, if I just took one club with me, I don't think I'd score any better and just played. <laughs> then I play taking a whole bag, playing 18 in a normal pace. But I, I, So I, I want to well, test that theory. That, that's, a, you know, that's a good point. I mean, if your golf skill is uh, low... Um, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be, and your scores are high <laughs> right here. I got it. It, yeah. it. it wouldn't be a bad idea to take a, a, a very limited set of clubs, yeah. uh, and just try and hit it straight. Um, <laughs> that's the problem. I try to do that when I'm playing slow. I try to do that when I'm playing fast. It didn't quite work out for me. So, yeah. So, but, but at the end of the day, the golf score is really secondary to the fitness in, yeah. in, in my opinion, you know, as far as, as far as golf. So. Um, you know, I, I get out there for the fitness aspect of it. If I play poorly at golf, 
at least I can say, well, I got my workout in. Right. That, and, and that's that's cool because God wants us to take care of our bodies, which is going to lead me to our, my, my uh, next question to Luke, because you have been doing triathlete, uh, you know, competition. You, you, you've done right. three Ironman? That's correct. Yeah. So, so, define an Ironman. All right. Well, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah before you did Ironman, what yeah, were you so, doing? So, because you hear, I hear the word triathlon, everyone thinks of Ironman. They think of that, that you know, there, there's a broadcast every year. Yes. On, they, they see the Ironman triathlon in Hawaii. That's what they think triathlon. But there's lots of different levels of triathlon. You know, so the Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike. And then a marathon, 26.2 mile run. That's when you die and go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of praying that happens. <laughs> Repenting and <laughs> help, help me, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so then there's a half Ironman, which so you take all those swim, bike, run distances, cut them in half. Okay. Then there's an Olympic distance, which is what they do in the Olympics. This past this past year in the the mm-hmm. Olympics, the uh, the American woman won gold medal. Mm-hmm. You know, so triathlon got a little bit of hype the olympic distance is a lot shorter it's a 1500 meter swim a 40k bike and a 10k run so it takes you know that that takes anywhere from you know two hours to four hours depending on who you are and then they have sprint distances which are shorter uh they they vary anywhere from a 400 meter swim uh you know 10 to 12 mile bike and a 5k run is usually a typical sprint distance triathlon so you know from no matter where you're starting in fitness you can start somewhere and do a triathlon and they have them where the swim is in a pool if you're nervous about open water swimming you, you know they 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 accommodate you for that they have closed courses on the bike i mean there's even you know they they have uh triathlons that are all indoors in the winter time but you can do at, at the gym or ymca and you you swim in the pool indoors you, you get on a stationary bike and then you run on a treadmill you know just anything like that to, to get people introduced to a sport but yeah i mean there's the word triathlon it it's any variation of those three sports swimming biking and running at different distances and there's duathlons too there are there are duathlons if you uh swim like a rock or scared of the water, don't want to do it, then they have duathlons, which is a run, bike, run. So you run, oh. then you transition to the bike, you finish the bike, you transition, you finish on the run. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, and they've, you know, depending on where the race is and race organizers, they, they can do relays also, so where you have one person do the swim, a second person will do the bike, third person do the run. If you just want to participate but you know you're really solid at one of those and you've got buddies at work that that are former swimmers or you know they're runners and you just want to do the bike portion so there's lots of different ways to get involved with it but i've been doing i did my first uh triathlon in 2008 so nine years i've been been doing them now and uh, i got started basically uh i was going to the gym just kind of going through the routine i was every day i was going you know, lifting weights, not doing any kind of cardio, really. I was, you know, kind of bulking up. I was kind of getting bored with it. And mm-hmm. a, a guy at the gym's like, hey, I'm going to do a triathlon. I'm like, oh, sure, I'll do that. I know how to swim. I really didn't know how to swim. <laughs> I knew how to swim, like, uh, let's go out to the lake and, 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 you know, jump into water and splash around, or let's play Marco Polo at the pool. But, you know, that's a little different than, you know, swimming uh, for distance. So I, 
Unfortunately, it was only like six weeks from the time he, he said he was going to do it to the actual race. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> but, you know, being a little... There was a lot of praying a, going on. A little on. cocky. I was like, oh, it'll be no problem. But it, it was a little bit of a struggle that, that day uh, getting the race done. But I was hooked. And it was just a sprint triathlon and that day. And I just got hooked and been doing them ever since. So. Is the sprint remind me, is how many... How? So the sprint was... Uh, Typically, it's 400-meter or 400-yard swim, then around a 12-mile 12, 12 bike, and then a 5K run. Okay. Is usually what a, what a sprint is. And they, so it's, I, I have found they actually want you to do those all three consecutively. They do. Imagine <laughs> Instead that. of spreading it out over a week period. I, I, I thought that would be. <laughs> Don't they give you a break? Like have, you, have lunch, it, you know, in between or what? Well, that, that, when, I, when people ask me about Ironman triathlons, and I'll, I'll tell them the distances, usually the, the reaction is, and now that's all in one day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, when you did your Ironman, your first one, how long did it take you? Uh, the first one I did it 12 hours and 8 minutes. <laughs> I can't even sleep that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long day. It's a long day. Oh, my goodness. Well, but they have, you know, 17 hours is the cutoff. So you have 17 hours to do the race. Uh, you know, and it, un unfortunately, they have to have a cutoff because they they've got street closures and permits and everything, and they can't have people out there all day and night. So usually, it's usually it's at midnight they'll cut it off. Hmm. And if you have not crossed the finish line, then you have to stop wherever you are, and your race is over. Oof. So it's oh it, uh, it, it's a little bit of a motivator. And they but they have cutoffs throughout the day. Like they have a cutoff at a certain time on the on the swim. They, they'll pull people out of the water if they don't make that cutoff. And then on the bike, there's a certain cutoff. You haven't finished the bike after so many hours, you know, you don't even get to start the run. So they, they do it just to keep keep things moving along. And, and, and you do all this in the context. You've got four little kids. That's correct. Seven and under. And so, you, I mean, how you're working out every day. I wait, my alarm goes off at 4.30 every morning. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> the, the trainer, wait a minute, the personal trainer in the room just went, ugh. Yeah. Just a deal killer right there. Well, you know, and, and, and I found out that that is the only time that I can train. Yeah. If I try to wait and do it after work or at night after the kids go to bed, it ain't happening. Yeah. So I I wake up early and I get in uh, my workout. I do a lot of high-intensity interval training. So my workouts are usually anywhere from 40 to 60 minutes long is it. You know, I'll, I'll go out and do a, a long run or a long bike ride once or twice before uh, big races. But I get up, get my workout in, get showered, and I'm I'm ready when the kids wake up. I fix them breakfast. I get them ready for school, and I, I don't miss anything. So, wow, wow. Well, speaking of miss anything, we don't want to miss this break. We got to take a break, and we're going to be back here shortly. We're going to talk to these guys more about their perspective sports, but also we're going to talk to Matt a little bit more about how does someone go from the couch. To doing these things so if somebody says speed golf that sounds really great triathlons they sound great how do you go from your couch to doing these things because if you just get up tomorrow and do it you're going to be hurting you're going to be in, in the hospital ways, the next yes. day. so we're going to take a break and we'll come back and talk with these guys a little bit more on solid steps radio